Welcome everybody to a new episode of the OTT podcast. My name is Tyler Thompson. I'm the editor-in-chief of Kentucky Sports Radio. And as always, I'm joined by my friend, Fake Barney. Barney, how's it going? I hate basketball. <laughs> but okay, can we let's, let's just go over that. This is our first podcast since the end of the season. You know, we came in, we were all like, oh, Houston, you have a problem. And Kentucky beat <laughs> Houston and thrilling. Yeah, back. we did. Yeah, we, we, we will hang our hat on that. And then we lost to Auburn and uh, everybody was sad. But if I'm going to be 100% honest, I mean, the, when Duke lost, I was okay with it. I stopped kind of being sad. Like a little part yeah. of me was sad because this was a really fun season. These guys were great, et cetera. But the fact that Duke wasn't going to win it all either made it fine. That definitely helped. For me, we were on house money, you know, after Carolina loss. Then it was like, as long as we get further than them, that'd be, and even if, and especially if we could beat the team that beat them. And that's why losing to Auburn was kind of annoying, but We've already, you know, crushed them twice during the season, so. Yeah, and I mean, there was part of me that I, – I didn't watch any of the Final Four. I'll be 100% honest. I didn't we watched We watched the last minute of the, uh, the Auburn game, Auburn-Virginia. And, <laughs> I mean, every t- – I wanted to be- cheer for Auburn, and I really like, you know, Bruce Pearl and Charles Barkley. And I think part of me was cheering for them, but at the same time, every time I looked at the television – I was like, that should have been us. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can't watch that. A Kentucky, real Kentucky fans don't watch the Final Four when we were out. I mean, like you, maybe tune in for one shining moment, which was. Did you see that? I, I saw it on KSR this morning. Yeah, same it was here. basically like Zion. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> Zion fest, and, and that was the comments. Uh, I saw it on Facebook before I saw it on KSR, and like the from the NCAA posted it. You know, from their like mm-hmm. official Facebook account. And every comment was just them like saying, "Hey, why don't you get off of Zion's nuts and stuff?" I mean, I get it. There was some Wall Street, or it wasn't a Wall Street Journal study. It was a professor at like Indiana, Purdue, Columbus, or something. He always every year does a like a valuation study of teams in college basketball, and he said across the whole sport, the sport it was up like seven point something percent. And he attributed that to Zion. Oh, that's so dumb. I think it's uh, it was up because there were a lot of really close games. Um, yeah, I mean, that was part of it, too. Yeah, I mean, there was some great games. The parody in college basketball for the last 10 years, really, has just gotten just more and more. I mean, the, the term upset, I mean, it's not even really an upset half of these times. When you look at the spreads and some of the games in the tournament, you know, there are only like two or three points against teams when you're like, what? Like, why is the spread yeah. so small? Yeah, I, I I will agree that like that Zion the whole mystique about him. I mean, when he blew out his shoe, I think that that for a casual fan was like, whoa, like, well, I've got to watch now. You know, I think that he does pull in a casual viewer a little more, but I don't know. I I don't think you can attribute it all to him. Um, but I, I will say I'm glad that he's going on to the NBA. Um, I'm. I wish he had come to Kentucky. I think that could have been really entertaining, but at least I don't have to see him in a Duke uniform anymore. Yeah. Um, I'll ask you something. This would be like a classic Kentucky conspiracy question. So it'd be interesting to see what you, <laughs> what you say. Um, 
Do you think that if Anthony Davis had lost that year, that the one shining moment would have looked like that with Anthony Davis because he was such like the college basketball icon that year? Hmm. I think he would have been featured a lot, but not as much as Zion. I think it would have been about the same, honestly. I mean, if I try to be objective, because I mean, mean, you think about like the Wings poster and everything. Oh, that was so cool. I know. Yeah. And just like all, I mean, he was everywhere. And like with the Louisville, you know, this is our house. And like, you know, the blocking John Henson and just like, you know, all the accolades that he was racking up there at the Final Four. You know, I think if, if we were to lose in the Final Four, I think it would have been the Anthony Davis show until, you know, the last game. I would like to think that. I think um, part of the Zion show is not ESPN showing Duke bias. I think it's ESPN trying to get people back into college basketball. I agree. They're just showing what people are interested in. Exactly. And as much as it pissed us all off, and it did, I mean, if we're going to be honest, as a Kentucky fan – it probably annoyed everybody that you turn on ESPN and, you know, half a sports center is about Zion and Duke. And but we, it's circular though, talk- Tyler. I mean, it's yeah, circular. Yeah, I know. In I 2015, mean, it was us, but. No, no, no. I mean, it's circular in that the media reports on it and then people want to watch it. People want to hear about it because the media is talking about it. And it's like, it's kind of a circular thing going on. Like if oh, you, exactly. ESPN is, is really the only outlet that we have. If we had 10 other sports channels that were just sports all the time and the other nine didn't give a crap about Zion, I doubt it would be such a big deal, but it's kind of like feeding the beast. I can see that. And on KSR, we kind of deal with that a little bit. Everybody gets on us about posting certain things. They're like, why is this on KSR? You know what's on KSR? It gets clicks. Right. And clicks are money. And, you know, stupid things like worlds, you know, oldest man or something. I'm, just, I'm think of some random old Kentucky story. Right. You know, that gets more interest than the best, most well-written article about Ashton Hagens, which is a tragedy in its own right. But as a, as a company, you know, we offer a free service. You don't have to have a subscription. Like it's, that's a real thing we have to think about sometimes. And I think we do a good balance of that. I didn't mean for this to become like, like a media, <laughs> Like a breakdown of of journalism. No, but seriously, I mean, it is like, I mean, there's always going to be that fan that comes and says, why are y'all reporting on this if you didn't talk about it? It's like when there's like a shooting or something and they're like, don't name the names of the shooter because all it does is just give them more publicity. Like, don't say their name. Don't say their names because there's always some people that are just like, if you don't say their name and no one ever hears about it, then there's not going to be copycat stuff. At the same time, it's news. And yeah. so there's like that balance that you you know have to kind of walk to not be Jay Billis and just be totally overboard talking about somebody every time that somebody mentions, you know, a lion. You're like, you know what? Lion sounds like Zion, you know, and then just go, from, <laughs> just go into your like rant about Zion and how wonderful he is and how you just love him and want to kiss him. Yeah, well, thankfully that's all over. Um, did you see the good news today? We got Ashton Hagens. Yeah, that's that's huge. I think yeah, that is, is monster. And when you know, I was thinking back to the Bahamas 
when I was first starting to get to know these guys. And Ashton, if you had asked me then, Ashton was my favorite. I loved Ashton. Well, Ashton was my favorite after he shut down uh, Carolina's hair. Oh, yeah, he's got a very big spot in your heart. For oh, sure. yeah. I have a friend and his wife's name is Mary Ashton. And I posted after that game. It's the only trash I talked to a Carolina fan. Yeah, right. Uh, and, no, I'm serious. After we <laughs> after we won, and I that I instigated. I'll put it that way. Okay. And I and I put uh, on uh, on their Facebook wall. I was like, um, Mary Ashton, no longer my favorite Ashton. Oh, <laughs> sure. If Mary Ashton's listening to this. She's reliving she's those bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> she's really not, but it was funny. She, uh, but uh, yeah, my I, I bet my friend who's a huge Carolina fan didn't love that comment. Yeah, well, Ashton coming back is is huge, and you know this. We're taping this on Tuesday night. I don't think any more decisions are going to come out before tomorrow morning when I post this. But you know, we'll just run through it. Um, I'll get your your initial thoughts. Keldon, is he staying or going? He's going, but needs to. St- I, I hate people, when people say needs to stay, but yeah. he does. Like he, I mean, well, here's the choice. Do you? I mean, okay, you're going to get better if you go and play professionally, no matter what, because you don't have to balance schoolwork and all the other crap that you have to balance um, with like limitations on practice and all that stuff. You're professional, so you're you, you're doing it all the time. So you're definitely going to get better that way. But it's more like, what's a better life? Uh, if you're still going to get better at UK and have a chance to improve your draft draft stock, you know, tremendously, would you rather fly private jets everywhere? You know, get treated like royalty. You know, have have all the ladies all over the place. You know, or would you rather be like on a bus to Iowa and get paid like not much more than the value of a bunch of free meals? You know, at at the UK cafeterias all the time. Yeah, I think, I think Keldon's going to go. Um, I agree with you. I think he is still projected to go high enough on upside and potential because this outside of like the top five, this is kind of a weird draft. Um, but I think something that I've noticed about him is I'm not saying his maturity is an issue because he's very Oh, I am. That's totally where I was about to go, but you go ahead. Well, I think he's professional on the court to, you know, but in the locker room, you see, he's just a kid, he's a goofball. man. He is a he total is. goofball. And that I don't think that impacts his play on the court. However, I do. I, he acts know. like a child every time a foul gets called on him. He acts like a toddler. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he's like slings his arms around. He literally does everything except drop down on the court and roll around, kicking his feet. <laughs> so like I mean, was... think of picture him anytime a foul is called on him. Yeah, I, I picture him more arms, when like, he does what? when he does something good. It is like the parade has come to town. It's oh like yeah, flexing, Ashton is flexing, and just and it made me Keldon. Come on, Keldon. yeah. It made me think of um, when. Ten, you remember when Tennessee's players were all like, oh, Kentucky didn't respect us. Yes. And they, they showed it on the court. Sometimes I think that was Ashton because he is so – Ashton or Keldon? I mean, sorry, Keldon. I meant Keldon. Um, yeah. Keldon is so over-exaggerated with his like celebrations oh, totally. and his reactions. But at the same time, I think he's still projected to go – I think I've seen top 20 if he does well at the combine, he's an athlete, like an athlete. I think he can improve his stock at the combine. Oh, you're totally right. But he's just this perfect example of somebody who, I mean, 
is would be a big difference between a freshman and sophomore. Yeah. Think I about mean, you being a freshman at Davidson and you being a sophomore at <laughs> Davidson. Well, both were very immature years. <laughs> but still, still, I mean, I when you, you come mean. back, you've just got a little bit more. You're kind of forced to be a leader in a little bit of a way. I mean, even if you're not a natural leader person, mm-hmm. you're, you've got people coming up to you and say, hey, which way is, is the classroom building? Or, hey, which way is you know, the chemistry building? You know, and because they can tell that you're an upperclassman, you know, stuff like that. So you're kind of put in a position of leadership anyway, even if they're not, you're not a natural leader. And I think Kildon is just a child. And, I, and it keeps going back to what Coach Cal said uh, that – uh, I think it was just a few weeks ago in one of the press conferences. Now you probably were there when he said it. What the NBA stands for? No, no boys that. allowed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of Cal's little favorites. And as soon as he said that, I thought I pictured Keldon in my head, and I thought to myself, you know, he's so young, just like Ashton is. That Ashton's I think not was, young though. That people forget that Ashton is actually like nineteen, almost twenty. I but thought he still. was young because he came straight out of high school. No, well, yeah, but he, well, he's, he's I think he like he? reclassified down then reclassified up or he was like a late uh, summer okay. baby or something. I got yeah, you. I, mean, I got you. Okay. I, uh, I assumed he was younger because he reclassified. Right. Well, yeah. anyway, Sheldon just acts. So I think one more year of college would do him some good before, you know, and I just think he would enjoy that more. Like even if, you know, just, just him as a person, I just don't, I just don't see him being a happy person riding around in a bus in Des Moines. Yeah. I mean, one thing I have noticed when we get to get into, go into those locker rooms, he is like the ringleader, you know, all yeah. these guys get kind of, you can tell they kind of get tired of answering the same questions, but when right. Keldon walks in, it's like, it's a party. Like he, he right. freaking like sang to everybody, you know, it's, yeah. it's hilarious for like 15 yeah. straight minutes. He had a microphone and was just singing like it, I will and miss I could him see, like, I, I know, I will too. I could see that same personality next year, but just a little bit more subdued. Yeah. Well, okay. So, what about Tyler? Oh man, do you see? He tweeted out the little eyeballs. What, oh, don't read into any of that. Oh, come on. Oh, whatever. It's a podcast. What are we supposed to do? It's <laughs> eyeballs, Tyler. It's eyeballs. Haven't you learned by now to like expect the worst but hope for the best? Yeah, PJ tweeted out the eyeballs too. That's what yeah, I was I'm exactly. I <laughs> <laughs> I I'd love for him to come back. Oh, I sure would. It would make it would. I make think it would. Next I would argue it would help Tyler more to come back than Keldon. Like I think mm. Tyler, as much as he claimed he was a bucket and he hit that big yeah. shot versus Houston, we he saw also what he was against Auburn. Yeah, he he missed a lot of shots. And he melted. He could really help himself with another year. Oh, yeah. It would be the same. It's like when PJ missed the free throws last year, and it's like, you know, that whole thing of of kind of taking the blame for that loss, um, even if, though, there was a lot more reason why we lost to Kansas State because of PJ's free throws, but – or I guess was that against Carolina? I can't remember when it was. No, it wasn't Carolina. He wasn't in that game. Um, it was yeah, it was Kansas State, right? Where he yeah, was the free throw. That's the, he was like eight of twenty or something. Yeah, you know, and I think that that weighed on him, and he kind of took responsibility for that loss, even though that wasn't totally the reason why we lost. Um, you know, that motivated him, and I could see, you know, people asked him about that. He was like, "Do you remember in the press conferences uh, for after one of the games, they were just like, hey, do you think about that?'" And he was like, "No, it's a new year this year," and I could see 
um, Tyler Hero having that same drive because of how poorly he played against Auburn. Well, you hope so. I don't know. I I know, you know I've, I've gotten to know Tyler and his family a little bit, and I think that his dad is very driven for him to succeed. And I think I've seen some mock drafts with him. None of them have him in the lottery, but there are a few that have him just outside. Uh-huh. And that's a lot to pass up. Um, but I don't know. I agree with you. I agree with you that he would serve himself well in coming back for another season. I think he'd be one of the faces of college basketball, and I could see him being a top 10 pick. Oh, totally. I, I 100% agree with that. There's a lot of seniors and a lot of people going. I mean, you're sitting here watching, you know, the news. It's not just Kentucky news. You know, we're seeing, you know, a lot of Carolina players declare that usually come back. Um, you got Nasir Little and then also uh, the little point guard, Kobe White or whatever. Um, what year is he? Freshman. Oh, man. He's yeah, good. Yeah, Carolina, Carolina. Roy usually, you know, puts the voodoo on him and gets him to come back for two <laughs> or three years. Um, but, but I, I, could, I could just picture it now. So like the kids come in for the meeting into his office. Right. And they're like, yeah. Hey coach, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about my future and I think I'd like to declare for the, and then Roy gets up and has a, like a vertical. Or vertical that's, exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like, Oh, if you don't come back, I'll just vertigo all over the place. <laughs> okay. Well, we've spent too much time on this. Like, you don't need to vertigo to the draft. You need to stay here. <laughs> we have spent way too much time on this because we have a much more entertaining topic to discuss today. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, because we're coming up on potentially the most epic weekend ever. In my Isn't opinion. that true every year? It's like every year that you're depressed, Kentucky doesn't win. It's followed the, the NCAA tournament. It's not even followed by. It's the same week as one of the most fun sporting events. It's not only that. that. you got Game of Thrones. So you've got Masters to entertain and, you during the day. I mean, what a week. I know. It's awesome. And so how can you be sad? You can't be sad. No, I, I, I'm telling you, I stopped being sad when Duke lost, but especially because I knew there was so much fun stuff to look forward to, including the masters, obviously, which starts Thursday, or if you're really into the par three contest tomorrow, and then yeah, you've started got Monday, if you're into the practice rounds, you, oh, well. yeah, they, you've been watching on your phone the last couple of days. They've been showing them. You are not that big a nerd. Oh, you don't even understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm like right now, I'm looking at Masters flags hanging up here in the in my playroom. I was at the Masters when I learned that we were uh, hiring Billy Gillespie. Oh God! Um, uh, so yeah, I've been to the Masters four times. I love the Masters. Uh, like it is, it's like my favorite. It's like that and John Mayer. <laughs> the Masters. Those are like my John two Mayer. things. What yeah. if I don't think it would ever happen because I can't imagine it ever happening. But what yeah. if like. The Masters had some kind of like concert and John. What if he sang the song, you know, the little piano song? But it was like, (laughs) instead of the piano, it was John Mayer playing that on guitar. He would, he could kind of like moan along to it. I could see that. He could moan along to it. That would be, I would melt. But anyway, so um, we've got the Masters on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then. Game of Thrones on Sunday night, and this is yeah. not this is not Kentucky Thrones radio. We're not stepping on Nick and TJ's toes. Oh, whatever! I am. They didn't invite me. Hey, hey, hey! You take hey, that hey. up with them. But <laughs> but we're going to talk a little bit about both. Um, we went through. Um, I found a article with some interesting would you rather's for Game of Thrones, which is kind okay. of led to a brainstorming session. 
about Game of Thrones, the Masters, and Kentucky basketball because I like it. That's a good. Not? That's a good trifecta. All right, so let's start with the BuzzFeed. This is from the article: Nine of the hardest would you rather questions for Game of Thrones. This is only right. season four. I just now realized that. But so are you going to pick like some of the best, or are we going to do all nine? I'm just going to pick a few of the best ones. Best okay, ones good. Because you and I have come up with our own. So yeah, I've got I've got or, some. I'm ready. <laughs> all right, this is a good one. Um, would you rather get to kill Joffrey at his own wedding, or get to kill Tywin Lannister while he sits on the toilet? Ooh. All right, who's going first? Um, I'll let you go first. It's fine. I hated Joffrey. I mean, so I think I'm this going, is a pretty easy answer, right? I'm going Joffrey. Yeah, it's got to be Joffrey. I mean, okay. Tywin uh, yeah. was, I, mean, I think the fact that you could kill Tywin when he's on the toilet's a little interesting, but that's true. It's also pretty gross. And Joffrey's death scene is just insane. Well, speaking of Tywin on the toilet, let's, I mean, I know we're not going to go too far into Kentucky Thrones radio, but. What do you think of the, what's the theory for uh, Tyrion? Was it like T plus, or no, something plus L equals T? It's like R plus L equals J, but the, the um, hold on. I'll, I'm going to Google it real quick. Um, the theory is, is that, um, that Tywin is not Tyrion's dad. That his dad is actually um, the, the uh, Targaryen and that you, like you know what I'm talking do, about? Yeah, I've really heard that, but I feel like they, okay. you can't do that for two different main characters. You can't be, no, like, I think you totally parentage. can. No, you tell, okay, well, let's hear me out. There's a bunch of arguments for this. Um, and you should Google it after the podcast, but it's like, um, the fact that he killed, he, when he was born, his mom died in childbirth, same as Jon Snow, same as Daenerys. There's also this thing called like the three-headed dragon, which is like a thing where there's always like three Targaryens. So there's we've got um, we've the uh, we've got John and Danny. So the third might be Tyrion. Also, he talks about how he had dreams as a boy of of um, of uh, having a dragon, and then also remember that when he went down into the basement, the dragons didn't hurt him. And then also they like come up to him and like sniff him and stuff, and they're like he interacts with the dragons in like a special way in some of the, when you look back and, and I know you're rewatching right now. So yeah. when you're doing that, you know, be observant about those things. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that, I mean, we're going to kind of go off on a tangent here, but when I think about how the series is going to end in my mind, yeah. it's going to happen. I've come up with this theory, which I'm sure won't be true, but uh -huh. it kind of stems off of something. I think Nick was talking about in his, Game of Thrones or Kentucky Thrones radio podcast that Danny and John have to kill each other or one of them dies, but uh -huh. she's pregnant with the incest baby uh -huh. and say it's her that dies. Uh -huh. Then Tyrion has to raise the baby. So like oh. the baby will be the prince that was promised or whatever. Uh -huh. And, but Tyrion has to like rule until it's old enough to rule. Uh huh. That's my theory, and yeah, we could get into think, a whole thing about it. But well, there was also a thing. Well, I think it's going to end with Tyrion as sitting on the Iron Throne. Yeah, I don't know. Um, as, he... as like as the third target, I think he's going to be a Targaryen and be and have a claim to it, just like John and Danny do, um, as a rightful heir. Okay. Um, 
But I guess he would be a bastard though, unless unless the um, his I think the the father is supposed to be Aerys Targaryen, um, and uh, he also um, was madly in love with Joanna Lannister, the dad, uh, Aerys Targaryen. He was interested in Tywin's wife with Joanna. No, so I there's so many that. things. Yeah, well, that's I think that's in the books. Yeah, I'm, I'm not but, a book but, reader. <laughs> well, anyway, and is there's there was the thing that like in the first couple seasons there was like a rumor or something that went out that George R. R. Martin when they when they caught up with real life like with the real life when like the TV show caught up with the books um, that he was like you guys can take this whatever direction you want but there's three characters you can't kill. And it was Jon Snow, Daenerys, yeah. and Tyrion. Yeah. No, it was Bran. It was Jon Snow, Bran, and Tyrion. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like he's got to be important. Well, he's obviously important. I think that I think that's why if Danny and Jon have a baby and both of them die, because I think that that would fulfill the whole like Song of Ice and Fire thing. Exactly. It's I'm not going to be a happy ending for them. As much as, you know, I'll admit it, I, I kind of am shipping for them. I'm rooting for the incest relationship because it's hot. Right. Like, let's just Whoa. all be honest and adults here. Somebody's from Kentucky. <laughs> right. <laughs> Targaryen ways. Targaryen ways, Barney. But um, I think. Also, that- Tyrion's got the blonde hair. Oh, well, not anymore, really. I mean, it, I know, but he started off. It was, and it, that was that's how he's described in the book is having. Yeah, I'm but aren't the Lannisters don't they have blonde hair? Not, but but not white blonde hair, okay. and that's how he's described as in, when he was born, or like when he was like, uh, um, in, in the books. There's more of it in the books, I think that, and I and I don't think people were meant to figure out the R plus L equals J stuff as fast as they did. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if there's another, um, you know, secret parentage thing. Right. There's just too many clues pointing that way, for, unless it's just a huge red herring. Okay. Well, in the interest, I think of- if it was going to be a red, I'll, I'll put it. I'll make. I'll just say it this way, and I'll be done. I think if it was a red herring, there it'd be a lot more obvious because it's not much of a red herring for you to have all these little subtle clues that only like diehard fans would pick up on. Um, then it being, you know, them throwing some like really obvious stuff out there. I right. Think, if it was going to be red herring. So the BuzzFeed article has given us a great idea, like I said. And we both came up with five different would you rathers combining the three universes of Kentucky basketball, the Masters, and Game of Thrones. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I will start us out. Uh, Let's do it. Would you rather Kentucky go undefeated in 2015 or. Oh. Have Game of Thrones continue for the rest of your life and still be good. Like, unlike The Walking Dead, which is... Oh, wow. I haven't... I don't watch The Walking Dead, but my husband does. And he said it's just drifted off into mediocrity. Yeah, I stopped. I've stopped and started so many times with The Walking Dead. And and finally, I don't think I've turned it on in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's not good now. But so, would you rather Kentucky go undefeated, no Wisconsin, probably beat Duke, or have Game of Thrones continue at its peak form for the rest of your life? I think I'd get tired of it, even if it was still really good. Kentucky. Yeah, I agree. As Kentucky undefeated. I ca- I thought all day, what could be better than Kentucky going undefeated in like yeah. Game of Thrones and Masters world? My other option was being there for Tiger's first Masters win. In 97? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. But even then, I still would want Kentucky to go undefeated. 
Um, I've got one okay. that that might be a little bit closer. I know for me this will be really close because I'm such a mark for the Masters. You know, like to Masters tickets are like the hardest things ever to get. I mean, I've been four times, but only one one time is because I have a friend who's got lifetime badges, and it's their grandma's. Ooh, and like, humble brag. <laughs> no, that's not a humble brag at all. Like it's like there's like a hundred family members, and um, every you know, every round, a different family member gets to go. And my friend took me because she knew how much I love the masters. That's a good friend. So that was the, yeah. So that, so I went on Sunday in 04 when Phil won. So I was there for Phil's uh, first master, first major on the 18th green when he jumped up, you know, the famous. Yeah. Um, I don't like Phil Nicholson, but that's another, really? another okay. I like for another day. But. Okay. You think he's fake? It's not that I think he's fake. He reminds me of somebody that I really don't like, so, oh. <laughs> which is not fair to him at all, right? I mean, yeah. this is, but it, it it is what it is. But continue. Yeah, that is. It. We're gonna bring it. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> um, um, but but anyway, the other three times I paid stupid money um, for the tickets. One time was during the financial crisis, and so the tickets were like super cheap. And it was also during like Tiger's thing where he wasn't there. So I think I got badges for like I think they were like two fifty a piece or something, mm-hmm. um, and so that was awesome. But the other times I've paid you know a thousand dollars a day for the for the badges, and now I think they're even more than that. Um, but um, so I haven't been since fourteen. I think was the last time I was at the Masters. But um, anyway, um, I would say. Would you rather get lifetime badges? So because, you know, once you're on the list, you're on the list for life. Mm -hmm. So you get the four tournament badges every year. Would you rather have lifetime badges, like let's say two two badges for life, so you could always take somebody with you or whatever, or Kentucky won the national championship in 2010, the John Wall team? Ooh. I thought you were going like lifetime badges or Kentucky season tickets. In which case, oh no no no, uh-uh. yeah. Um, uh-uh. Because both of these things you can enjoy the rest of your life, right? I would probably say lifetime badges because I would definitely say lifetime badges. And I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, the 2010 team. I obviously, as a Kentucky fan, really into. But that's before yeah. I started doing stuff really with KSR. So like, you know what's coming next. I knew you were going to say that. That's so 2015? 2015. Oh, 2015 or for badges. sure. No way. No, I'd still take the lifetime badges. Because you go undefeated. Yeah, I'd still take the lifetime you, badges. There is nowhere else to go from there. Like undefeated is something. Yeah, there is. The Masters every year. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I would have those memories for a lifetime. I, ha- I have this talk with one of my friends a lot, actually, because you know, my friends in Nashville sometimes don't get my job right. and yeah. which is it is whatever it is but um you know after 2015 after we lost I was obviously very sad and they were trying to understand one the depth of which I was sad and how to help etc and you know it's not like I was uh, in a psych ward or anything but they know they knew I was bummed and my friend Cameron bless his heart was like well you know think about it this way if you all had won if you had gone undefeated it would never get better than that, would it? And I was like, no, no it, it never would have gotten better. Like, that's true. It's almost like you would be kind of tired of what it would just be. You can't beat it. Right. 
So in that sense, I can see your point of, well, <laughs> it could get better because I could just go to the Masters every year and just see all these great <laughs> I think that's a great point that your friend made because that's kind of how I feel about the Final Four. You and I have talked about yeah. that. That I mean, the Final Four in 2012, we beat Louisville and Kansas. Mm-hmm. I had, I mean, I bought the non-refundable tickets in January. We went down, it was in New Orleans. So it was tons of fun. I mean, it was just so much fun every night. And the team was just awesome. I mean, how do you beat a Final Four where you beat Louisville and Kansas? There's only one way. You go undefeated <laughs> while you beat Louisville or, and you, or you beat Carolina. Yeah. And that's the only way that I'll go right. is to the Final Four again because you just can't top that. Like, you just – like, to pay all that money and then go down there and it'd be awesome and you win, like, how do you beat that? Right. All right. Okay. So, next, would you rather – would you rather right. be an extra in Game of Thrones or be in the gallery on Master Sunday? Oh, Master Sunday. <laughs> I'm sensing a trend with all your answers here. No, I mean, an extra on Game of Thrones, people wouldn't even like notice you. Oh, but unless you you're could, like, like point, your, point to yourself. Say it's like one you could see on TV. Okay, if it, if it's like the Ed Sheeran cameo. Okay, well, nothing that, is like the Ed Sheeran cameo. He, he was not an extra. He was stupid face. That was stupid, but I mean, if it's more like that, then I might take that over being in the gallery just because I've done it before. Okay, okay. What's your next one? Well, what do you? What would you I say? I would say be an extra because really? like, you could have that experience. For, like, you know, you never know with the Masters. Is it going to be a great final? It's day? always great. Yeah. No, it's always great. It's always on Sunday. The buzz that's in the air there. Oh my gosh! The only way I would say Masters is if Tiger was in contention on Sunday. He's always in contention on Sunday. No, he's not. <laughs> he was every time I've ever been, except for once. Okay, so he, there you go. He wasn't always in contention. But, yeah. okay, so yeah, that was my answer. So what's your next one? All right. Would you rather ride a dragon or UK win the SEC in football? <laughs> Well, both are probably not going to happen in my lifetime. (laughs) One, I think it would be cool to ride a dragon, but it also looks very uncomfortable. Like, wouldn't you be terrified for your life? Like, I'm... Well, I feel like if I fell off, the dragon would, like, fly down and catch me. (laughs) No, it wouldn't. You would die. There's a greater chance that you would die than the dragon would swoop down and catch you. Depends on how high we were, I guess. (laughs) Okay. um, Because one has a slight, you know, chance of happening in my lifetime, I'll go with Kentucky. With the dragon? No, Kentucky (laughs) and the SEC in football. (laughs) Because that would have, like, bigger repercussions on what would come, you know, Mark Stoops or whomever. What if someone took a picture of you on the dragon and it got to be, like, your Facebook? (laughs) That changes it. (laughs) It's like you can prove that you were riding a dragon and, he, and it wasn't could I, Yeah, exactly. Can I prove it wasn't Photoshopped? That's what I'm saying. You can fly around burning <laughs> shit. Like you can just be like, you, you get, you've got free reign of the dragon for like a day. I mean, you're, you're flying wherever you want. You fly to your friend's house <laughs> and like, you know, paw at the door with the dragon. You know, like, That'd be and then like, cool. they come to the door. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. What, this what, is what not like do? 10 minutes on a dragon. What would you? I'd probably take the Kentucky football championship. Yeah. But I'm 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 just saying if this is a harder decision than you're making it out to be. I would go Kentucky football, but it would be very cool to ride around on a dragon. Although it, I am I, I am arguing it would not be the most comfortable thing. But you know, <laughs> shout out to Daenerys and her 
dresses. I, I know they're not very thick. She doesn't wear a lot of fabric. That can't be super comfortable. Maybe that's why she wears all the leather. But okay. Anyways. All right. Your turn. Your turn. Would you rather drink all night with Charles Barkley or Tyrion uh, Lannister? And not like ooh. Peter Dinklage is Tyrion Lannister. Like Tyrion Lannister, the character, shows up at your house and it's like, uh, it's not like he's play acting. Man, who's got better stories, you think? Oh, I think they both have some good stories. That's what I'm saying. That's, oh, man. I think I might go Tyrion, as much as I love Charles Barkley. Yeah, I, I would go Tyrion. I don't think there's kind of a chance of me like running into Charles Barkley somewhere, <laughs> like just somewhere stupid random. I love Charles like, Barkley. Have you ever heard the story of him and that, and that guy that he met in the hotel um, bar, and they became like really good friends, and then the man died, and Charles Barkley went to his funeral and spoke at it? Yeah, I heard that. I, I love Charles Yeah, that's a really Barkley. cool story. I, I, I'm going to go Tyrion here, because... Yeah, if you're drinking all, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're drinking all night with Charles Barkley, you're probably at a casino and you're probably going to lose all of your money. Uh-huh. But with Terry, you're just drinking wine and knowing things and it's, it's awesome. All right. What's your next? Yeah. One? Would you rather play in the masters? So like, let's say you were good at golf and, and you were a man and you now play, the can play in the now, but still, it's not the same. That's it's not the same. Yeah, but let's say that you could play in the Masters, like your one time as an amateur or whatever. Like it's just your one shot to play in the Masters. Okay. Or you could undo a huge UK tournament injury. I'm not saying we would definitely win, but I'm saying you could like undo Keith Bogans or undo Derek Anderson or undo. Um, Alex Poitras or Willie Colley Stein or like you could pick one UK injury Nerlens to undo and then let things play out from there. I mean, you got to go with the masters cause I'm selfish and that's a bragging right for life. Right. Right. That, those would be really good pictures. Yeah. I mean, I would, t- I would use that all the time. It'd be like if I meet somebody on the street. Hey, did you know I played in the Masters in 2004? <laughs> hey, I'm Tyler. Uh, by the way, 20 years ago, I played the yeah, Masters. Yeah, I don't even care if I finished last, like, because that's not the point. The point is that you exactly. played, right? Yeah, I think that I would take the Masters. I would take playing in the Masters. I mean, too. it's 100% selfish. I mean, because if you're following your logic, if we could undo an injury to someone that would be the most selfless thing you could do in the world. I mean, you could ensure that a kid is okay and he would have no, you know, future issues with that and your program would do well, but yeah, I'm, I'm selfish. I fully admit it. All right. You got another All one? Right. Would you rather watch the Clegane bowl or, <laughs> you know, hound versus mountain yeah. or right. watch the 2012 team play the 2015 team? And not not just some stupid exhibition for charity, but like in their prime, mano Uh, a mano, you know, rivals going at it. The latter. Ooh. Yeah, because I think we're going to see the Clue Gang Bowl. Yeah, I I think so too. But what if we could see the Clue Gang Bowl in person? I don't know if I'd want to. (laughs) That sounds (laughs) pretty personal. On your dragon. (laughs) Can I fly by it on my dragon? If so, maybe. Okay. okay. Um, well, what, which one do you think? You I would think? do 2012 versus 2015. Yeah, me too. Because I think that could be really interesting. And But like I said, like haven't they done 
2015 versus 2012 and it was like in an exhibition and nobody was really counting points and whatever it would have to be for real like for something but but yeah all right i've got one and this one's gonna be for all three would you rather have the coolest possible artifact from game of thrones the masters or uk oh see that's that's fun so, so if I think about, so like, would it be like an Iron Throne in your house, or like Jon Snow's sword, or like whatever to you is like the coolest Game of Thrones? Like, what are? Let's think about it. Like, what would be some like cool a Game piece of Thrones artifacts? Or you know, oath well, there's only supposed to be three eggs, right? There's only three, three of the dragon eggs. Right. Uh, Oathkeeper. George R. R. Martin has one. Jay Z gave one to Beyonce, which is ridiculous. Then, How did he get a hold of that? I mean, he's Jay Z, man. He showed up in our locker room like a mug. Remember, <laughs> back in the good old yeah. days. Yeah, what's a ten thousand fine to a mother like me? <laughs> would you please remind me? Um, and then, uh, I don't know, like what would be another cool like Game of Thrones? I think any of the artifact. swords, like Oathkeeper, Hodor's door. You could replace Hodor's one of your door. doors with your door. Oh God! <laughs> like I think you I don't could, know. Be cool, man. You could say. There's there's probably a bunch that I'm not thinking of. But yeah. Joffrey's challenge. God. The one where he drank out of and died. Yeah. yeah or like Sansa's it. like cloak or something. Because she's big into the fashion. Yeah. I don't think I would want Sansa's cloak, <laughs> but that's probably um or like that little da- the dagger, the little finger dagger. Yeah, that right? would be good. The one Okay, so like I mean that's so many cool ones. All right. And then like for the masters a green like you could have like a green, oh my gosh. I mean, that would be epic, right? Like the green jacket or like maybe like Jack Nicholas's shirt that he wore when he won or something. See, that, or like, that does not appeal to me. That's just kind of crazy. What about like a flag? What about a flag? Like what if what if someone got you like the flagpole with the flag for like the 18th hole? I mean, yeah, it'd be cool. I'm not, I mean, I like the Masters a lot. I'm clearly not on the level you are. What would be like, okay, so to you, what would be like an awesome, like the most, like a, Chunk of grass. <laughs> I'm gonna frame that, that grass. Plant in your yard. Um, yeah, no, like what? What azalea bush? Oh my gosh! What if somebody? What if somebody dug up? That's it. Somebody dug up the azalea bush behind like number twelve or number thirteen and could plant it in your yard, and you could tell everybody that junk is from Augusta National. But who would believe me? The big hole in the back of the. <laughs> if uh, I had like azalea. certifiable proof, also who is going to care that much? I would, I would come to your house and take pictures with it. But I guess you could say who is going to care that much with everything that we've mentioned, right? Well, unless you're a big fan of one of them. Right. I mean, I think objectively, if you're not a fan of Game of Thrones, you're going to be like, "What is that hideous big <laughs> throne hair that you have in your house?" Right. Uh, if you're not a fan of the Masters, you're still going to be like, "That is a beautiful azalea bush, Tyler. That really makes your house look really nice." And if you're not a fan of UK, you're not going to care about that we haven't gotten to yeah, yet. Yeah, well, let's so talk think, about some UK artifacts. I, well, that's what I'm saying, though. Objectively, the azalea bush would be, to the average person, probably the coolest thing of the three like artifacts that you could have. I don't know. If you had the national championship net from one of the years UK won, and it would... Can I tell you... I tell you a story. This is just us talking, right? Nobody knows. Nobody, Nobody's listening. Nobody, else, nobody listens to this. Okay. No. My senior year at UK, I may have jinxed. 
I may be the reason that we lost. Oh. So telling on yourself. I was I was at Rupp for like this event, and it was a black tie event at Rupp, which was awesome because like they put this like big drape over the top, like it's kind of like a tent, and hung chandeliers down, and it was like the coolest thing ever. It's one of the coolest things I've ever done, and it was a uh, charity thing, raising money for and like all the big UK donors and stuff were there. Well, I just realized like I could walk wherever I wanted to walk. So we walked back into the back, took pictures um, in front of the press, like thing, you know, like we were yeah. giving the press conference. Um, and then the goals were back there. Do you go and down the net with a butter knife? <laughs> oh God. I could see this happening in my mind. I'd, I'd had a few. I'd had a few drinks, <laughs> <laughs> and me and two of my friends. Let's just say. Let's just say things happen. And <laughs> nothing more um, nefarious than you cutting down the net though, right? Like <laughs> But I mean, is that a jinx? I, no, kind I don't think so. Right? Cuz I think that I mean, technically those nets are owned by Rupp. They're not owned by Kentucky. So, there are loopholes okay. you can talk yourself out of. Well, anyway, um we each have like a big section of it and um, we have a bunch of pictures of that. And then anyway, it was at a party and somebody stole it. Oh no. Yeah. So like, like it was, it was up on the mantle. See, like it, it meant was like, something it was... to them. So <laughs> the value is there. <laughs> but anyway, that would be really cool. I be mean, cool. cause it, like, and I can vouch for that. It actually really was cool. Because whenever like girls would come over to like they'd be like, "What's the up with the net?" and you could be like, "Oh yeah, that's no big deal. That's just from Rub." So the the one artifact I'm looking at it right now, I have half of a clipboard that John Robick broke during the 2014 Louisville game, <laughs> <laughs> and Drew and I both took a half of it, and you know because we're <laughs> creepy weird people. <laughs> right, right. And right. we were sitting right behind the uh, the Kentucky bench in that game. That was an indie. And uh-huh. it was just an epic game. But so we saw, you know, the whole thing happen. It was very dramatic. And then, you know, the team leaves and they left the clipboard. And Drew and I, like little like bundles, we just kind of like scuttle up there and take it, like scuttle back. That's like me. I used to steal the Gatorade towels like that. I have all these like official UK Gatorade towels. So it's like hanging on my wall. Maybe I'll take a picture and tweet it out later. I think I'd rather have the Azalea Bush. No <laughs> but it's like, How it's about if you could get to, what if you could get, what if Coach Cal, Rupp, uh, all the UK coaches had sat in the same chair and you could get the chair? Okay, that's not – it's got to be like a good-looking chair. Because what am I – No, I'm, I'm just, saying like a bench chair. And you um, could be like that – that's the UK – every UK coach has sat their butt in that chair. So here's my thing with it is you got to rely on people believing you, right? So there are people who, pro- who probably are never going to believe you that – Calipari sat in that chair or that Azalea Bush is from Augusta or, you know, whatever the game of Thrones one is like you, you got to at the end, just say what makes me happiest the most. I think people would come to my house before UK games and rub that chair with their like face. Would you want them to? (laughs) Yeah. Put their face, get like pink eye from Adolf Rupp's, butt, like, (laughs) like particles. (laughs) And before I'm the UK game, podcast by the way, pink eye from Adolf Rose. 
<laughs> just say it. Isn't that where you get pink eyes yeah, from? Like, from people's butt. Yeah. I mean, would you rather get pink eye from anywhere else? That's what I'm saying. Like people are, people would come over to your house, UK fans, before big games, and be like, "Hey, can I rub your chair?" Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, what's your answer? And you know, you'd be rubbing your chair before well, every sure. game. Sure. Well, what's your what's your answer? I think I'd take. You know, I think I'd take the chair. I would take a UK basketball artifact because I think. What would it be though? You have to name it'd it. It'd be. The net from one of their national championships. I think that would be really cool because anything else would seem a little weird. The chair, I, I agree with you, would be interesting. UK history, though, that to me, like there's history in that chair. Yeah. You have all the national championships. Well, you have when you have the chair, you have every national championship. Yeah. Okay. Well, we both agree a UK thing. Or like the goal from Rome. right. That would be. What if you could put that like in your playroom? Are you gonna cut it down with your butter knife? <laughs> I can just imagine you all back there. Okay. All right. Final rounds. Right. We got to go. There's pictures. I'll send right. them to you. Would you rather? As as I end up, do not end up on the site. Oh, not at all. Um, I can't, I can't have that. <laughs> would you rather watch John Calipari fight a White Walker or <laughs> watch the mountain play basketball? Like Zombie Mountain, not, you know, young Spry Mountain. Could I somehow be assured that a John Calipari fight would last longer than five seconds? <laughs> somehow be assured of that. Maybe Ellen can help him. Okay. Oh, okay. Then I want to see that. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I, I was talking about this with my husband before during dinner and he was like, well, I wouldn't want to watch John Calipari fight a white Walker. Cause I know he would die. <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> we, 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 knowing the inevitable outcome, I just want to make sure that I'm going to get my money's worth out of this. Out of this. But agreement. thinking about the mountain playing basketball is also a funny visual. But funny or awesome. Well, I mean, what if he just I mean, got? You never know. I mean, yeah. What if he just? What if he did play basketball in RL? I mean, he's like a bodybuilder, right? I mean, he could he could really own down That's low. That's true. Okay. What's your last one? More entertaining to watch. If you were to take the Calipari family, so we're talking about the nuclear family, not, you know, Vin, we're leaving Vince out here, so, and the dogs. So just John, Ellen, uh, Aaron, Megan, and Brad. And you were to put them in Westeros and make them like a royal family. So they're like the Starks or the, the Targaryens House of Calipari, or whatever. Yeah. The House of Calipari. Or you were to take a family out of Game of Thrones and put them in Lexington and see. What, the, what happened? You got to watch them. So it was like a reality show where you could watch the Caliparis in Game of Thrones and see how they did, or you could watch uh, a Game of Thrones family trying to make their way around Lexington. 100% Calipari in Westeros. <laughs> okay, why? <laughs> because the whole thing would be hilarious. I mean, it'd be like, yeah. Cal would be like, where's my Dunkin' Donuts? And then Ellen would be like, <laughs> Take out the you know the chamber pot and <laughs> roll the chamber pot out to the end of the roll the road. chamber pot out. Oh man, yeah, that would be pure comedy gold. Aaron would be like uh, a maester. Yes. <laughs> Who would Brad be? <laughs> Brad would. I'd be like Brad. Yeah, I could do that. I could see him. And being Megan chill would and... cook because she's like a chef. So yeah, she could make the pies like Aria, like hot pie, <laughs> hot pie, exactly. <laughs> but I think okay, what if you were to put the Starks in Lexington though? That'd be kind of funny. I think they would like, adapt you know, much better. Really? Yeah. Oh, because of the horses, they'd be like, "Oh, look, horses!" No, I just think Let that us I think that they are they move around a lot. They've had a lot of changes in their life. 
They've seen a lot of right. trauma. I think that they would be more like if you put them in Lexington, they'd be like, oh, okay, this is weird, but all right. You know, we've survived a lot, a lot worse. I mean, just Jon Snow like at Kroger and he's like shopping for stuff. I mean, and they would just be like, how much is this lettuce? They'd be like, you know nothing. <laughs> like asking people for their Kroger Plus cards. <laughs> you know nothing. Yeah, I think it would be funny watching them try to like, you know, drive cars and, and move around. I think I think both would be highly entertaining. But I, think I would the, watch both. Shows. Oh, yeah, totally. I think the point is, I think most of the Starks could adapt, whereas Right. And I think most of the Calipari's could adapt. I don't think John Calipari could adapt. But you don't think John Calipari, he's an Alaskan bush master no, no, watcher. he watches it. He watches it. Yeah, it's going to be like, it's going to be like you guys, the winter's coming. Winter's coming. <laughs> Just cuz you watch something doesn't mean you're good at it. I mean, we all watch <laughs> basketball. We're not all good at it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be like from uh from King's Landing to to the wall. <laughs> from what <laughs> he's like from, on the from the wall to Dorn. <laughs> from the wall to Westeros. <laughs> okay. There it is. There's the alliteration. All right. So we've gotten through our would you rathers. This dragon poops ice cream. <laughs> now we got to roll through some Twitter questions because we got some good ones. Uh, let's see. Jordney Washington asks if you had to take one golf personality and add them to a cast of Game of Thrones, who would it be and why? And I've got my answer ready, so I'll go ahead and go. Um, okay. I would say John Daly, just because he's already entertaining. He could be like, <laughs> so you're funny. <laughs> so we're taking a, a golf personality, and, and like they have to survive? We have to think like who would survive the most? No, like, just adding them to the cast. Okay, so, add, so they would just be entertaining. Do right. so you think John Daly would just be kind of entertaining? Right, yeah. John Daly could not survive. Uh, I mean, he could survive maybe because he has a lot of fat on him, but other than that, yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to put Phil in there just to watch you, like, you know, <laughs> cheer for his death. You know, or or, uh, or Patrick Reed, you know, oh, he would be like a good villain. He would be a good villain. That yeah. was an intense. That's a good question. That was an intense article you uh, sent me earlier today about Patrick Reed. I actually read that one. You sent me a couple. Did you? Yeah. Did you know that story about his family? I knew there was some bad blood there. Um, yeah. Like I knew his parents didn't go to his wedding. But um, if you all haven't yet, the New York Times did an article about Patrick Reed, last year's Masters winner, and how his weird relationship, his estranged relationship with his family, has sometimes affects his game as it would affect anybody in their life. Right. Um, yeah, because they just show up. They they still like try to support him and everything. I think and, it's hard. For and like, you know, everybody says he's just like the biggest jerk too. Yeah. Me on the tour, except for like Rory. I mean, Rory said some nice things to say about him last year when he was like, look, I know he's got a reputation, but I think it's unfair for anybody to judge somebody on their reputation alone. And all I can go by is that he's always been a nice guy to me. That's a nice. So I thought that was a really classy thing yeah. for Rory to say because I mean, from all from all accounts, like this guy, he's just a huge jerk. I mean, the comments he made of the Ryder Cup team. Um, about, I mean, he's just oh, it's just the worst. And like people were like openly like not cheering against him just because you don't do that at the Masters, but like they were openly cheering harder for everyone else. Right. Yeah. Well. I mean, that's kind of make you sad. He would make a good villain. 
He would make a good villain. Good question. Okay, so the next comes from Ames Blank, who I actually know is one of my friends from Nashville. He says the he wanted to know the best prop bet for Sunday. The number of birdies by the winner at the Masters versus the number of deaths in the season premiere of Game of Thrones. Oh, you think they're going to is he he thinks they're going to uh come right out of the gate swinging on the premiere, huh? There's only 6 episodes. Yeah, but I I mean I I think we'll probably lose some big characters in the battle of, of uh Winterfell, which I think is what's supposed to be like the third episode. Right. But you think they're going to come right out with people dying or not? Just kind of I mean, like ease us to. into the season? Really? I don't think there are going to be more people, more main characters that die than birdies by the winter. But I do uh, think, I, yeah, definitely I think a not. lot of people are going to die. Just prepare yourself. I would say, I would say you could say maybe the first three episodes. And okay, well, in that winter. case, the first three episodes. And when we're talking about people dying, we're not talking about like white no. walkers and like we're talking about like actual characters, right. like main ish character, main and secondary. Characters. I think I think you could do. I think it would be a a good bet for the first three episodes, especially if the third episode is the Battle of Winterfell, because I think we're probably going to lose some some folks there. Yeah. Okay. Good question. Uh, next comes from David Scott, aka Finnego Ham, who is the king of screenshots on Twitter. He helps us out <laughs> with a lot with that and on the platform. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's this right. is a great question. Fill, fill in All the right. blank. The Game of Thrones season premiere is the most anticipated television event since blank. Ooh, that's a really good one. I know. Um, initially, I wanted to say the season finale of Lost, but I think it's probably bigger than that. I think it's as big as the, I think it's going to top itself. I think the last big anticipation was the episode after Jon Snow died. Yeah. And we all had to, can you remember, because it ended with him laying there in the in the um, snow in Winterfell, mm-hmm. like clearly dead. And there was that whole summer of, um, I think it was, I think it was, it was like, a, it was like, yeah, it was like, it was like, it was, I think fall into winter and then into spring. Like it was a big, long break. Where you're like, he can't be dead, right? Like he's not dead. He's gonna come back. And then remember the first episode, like it did. It wasn't even in. Right. It wasn't even in Winterfell. You, yeah, you knew they were like gonna do that. Like, yeah, like you obsessed. Everyone was. Everyone was talking about it, like at the water cooler. Yeah. So I mean, I think that it probably that was probably the most recent. But another like big thing, I don't know. Would you say like maybe the Friends finale? I was gonna say I, I don't even think Friends. I think maybe Seinfeld. Remember how big the Seinfeld finale was? Um, was that after Friends? That was before. Pretty sure. Um, I mean, Friends. I was, I was in college, and I remember well, like you're a Friends fanatic, people, so. Yeah, but even people who weren't into it, like we had a. I didn't throw the party, but I went to a party. Like I don't know anybody that watched that by themselves. Yeah. Like I, everybody kind of went and. And that's one thing that people don't really do with Game of Thrones. Like, I think that a lot of people have watch parties, but they're not, like, huge. Oh, we do Or were there like, I, 30 people there? People invite me to theirs, and I'm like, no, I, I want to watch no, it. No, I would rather sit at home with yeah. a glass of wine by my, with my wife, you know. Yeah, exactly. Right. I want to be able to rewind. Um, I want to be able to pause. I want to be able to, like, digest, you know, everything. As same, same. But so wouldn't you say that a social event that was more, like, even though you may have just as many people watching it, 
you're probably actually not going to have as many total people watching it because there were people that just went to those parties like for the end of friends just because a bunch of people were getting together. You might not even really be into the show or not even really watching yeah, the show. Yeah, but social but media you were part changed. of the group watching Social it. media has changed that. You can still feel like you're part of a group if you're sitting on your couch on Twitter. Like, you can... That's a really good point. Like, that's, that's really the communal point. point, I think, now. And I think that that is what kind of, in addition to other things, is changing television. Like, mm. whereas, you know, I think a lot of people have said it, this is probably the last major communal TV event for a long time. I don't know. The Super Bowl every year. There's Super yeah, Bowl but parties. I'm we had one like, of I'm talking about like you know series. But what's there? What's the difference between the Super Bowl and people getting together and watching that and watching it over Twitter? Well, the Super Bowl happens every year. I'm talking about like a TV show that's ending or a TV show that's happening. Okay, but I mean to your social media point though. I mean, why hasn't that affected the Super Bowl? No, well, sure, it affects that too. That wasn't my point. I was just saying that I could see people getting together for the Game of Thrones last episode. I still wouldn't. I think I would go to a party. I think I would go to a party for that. Well, see, this brings me to a different point. We're we're going to Greece, you know, humble brag, but um, that's my big vacation, and three weeks from today I leave. But we're going to miss one of the episodes, and so we. I talked about this on Kentucky Thrones Radio. Um, A lot of people gave me advice. (laughs) A lot of people gave me advice about how to watch it abroad because you can't just pull up HBO Go overseas and expect it to work. But people said if I use a VPN app, it'll work. So we're going to be with um, four of our friends, two other couples, and so we're all into Game of Thrones. So there's going to be this moment. Hopefully, the air. It's not the finale, though. No, no, no. I think it's um, episode four. Would you would get together with some friends to watch the finale? Wouldn't you? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I would. I'm very Just into because it, it's like, going to be an event. It's going to be an event. Yeah, I'm very into. And I don't want people like talking when I don't want them to talk. But they won't. It's like that's like saying when you go to the movie theater, you don't want people talking. Like people that are really into it that go at midnight to the movie theater, like to watch a theater. big premiere, they're not going to talk. <laughs> you got country theater. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but still, but that's what I'm saying though. I mean, th- that's why you don't go three weeks later to see a big movie at the matinee or something. You go at midnight where the weirdos dress up and stuff because those people ain't going to be talking during the show. Yeah, that's true. Although you go when they're dressed up like when the people dressed up like hobbits and junk, you know, they're going to behave themselves. They better. Okay. Well, we are over an hour, so we got to wrap this up. Um, I will just say if you haven't yet subscribe to the OTT podcast feed on iTunes, we are separate from KSR. We're still on the KSR feed, obviously, but if you subscribe to the OTT feed, you will get this first and we have a review to read. All right. From super Jeebus. The title of the review is a slice of home. Five stars. Listening, nice. yeah, listening feels like home and surrounded by BBN. If you're a Big Blue fan, subscribe. I hey, totally and, and they're not related to either of no, us that I know not of? That, not that I know. <laughs> not that I know. Um, and, also, but, and if they were, you would be attracted to them uh, you know, because of your oh, earlier comments. You, you just admit to yourself <laughs> that John and Danny together is hot. And you know what? You can, you can, <laughs> you can justify it in your mind because... The Targaryens have a thing with that, and it's fine. You know, we're over an hour here, Tyler. <laughs> uh, if you want to, you know, take a slow boat to uh, 
the Dragonstone with uh, your closest relative. You go oh, right gosh. Ahead. All right. So if you would like to sponsor the OTT podcast, not maybe the best segue there. But, uh, <laughs> Incest is the best. <laughs> incest um no don't do that cousins make cousins <laughs> oh god um we are looking for sponsors for the summer so um if you're interested we're gonna do a lot of i think as you might be able to tell wacky shows this summer um we're gonna get really off topic with stuff so if you want to be a part of the fun just contact ksr ads at kentucky sportsradio.com and maria will take care of you so I love it. It's going to be. If you awesome. love John Mayer and the Masters, this is. The place oh for man, you. you you didn't even get to go on your John Mayer guitar thing, but you know what? Next week, when you're Jerry, yes, I'll have my new John Mayer guitar, yeah, and, and I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll play a little bit for everybody. That would be nice. I was going to say maybe yeah. I'll let you talk five minutes about it because I don't know how much more I can stand. I'll just sit here in the background and play the Masters theme on See, it. That and would it be just, really nice. You just imagine it'll be, and you can just talk in Jim Nance voice over the over the. That would be lovely. Hello, I would enjoy that a lot. All right, Barney. Well, take care, and as always, go cats and go masters and go Game go. of Thrones. Yeah, go cats. <laughs>